0: Hey, kids, you're much to to a comedy podcast, see? That means that none of this is medical advice, okay? So if you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor.
1: Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. Can you smell what the jock is cooking? Nope. Me neither. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as angular stomatitis and pizzazz so I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer Cameron.
1: Oh, hey, what's up?
0: Hey, you sound kind of, I don't know, did you just wake up or?
1: No, I didn't just wake up, It just sort of like, uh, this is kind of who I am now. Uh, I guess you haven't seen me in the last few days, so you probably don't know that I became goth between the last oh. time I saw you and now. I'm goth now. Cameron's goth.
0: Okay. Well, it's- so
1: I'm kind of, um, you know, not like over it, because that, that's more like a sarcastic type thing, which I'm not into. It's just more like I don't care, because like, I don't care about, because like, what's the point? And like I have, a I have a lot more like vocal fry, like when I talk.
0: Yeah, uh, so you know that you know that goths traditionally will wear dark clothing and like dark makeup and black makeup. You've yeah, got that's why I'm your wearing full clown attire.
1: Y- well, yeah, I mean, if you notice, like the colors of the clown outfit are kind of a darker blue, and that's the darkest item of clothing I have. Because almost everything else I own is either white or, um, you know, sort of like a bright um, p- or a pastel kind of color. So I kind of had to settle for the for the clown outfit, and then you know I had to make the makeup match. But uh, yeah, so that's it's me. just
0: to me the image is a little jarring because, like, I get the tone that you're you're putting out. And whenever you said this is the the new me, I thought you meant like you were gonna be an entertainer and go to kids' parties. Uh, like no, because do
1: you... I don't really understand the point of entertaining when all it's doing is masking people's pain and masking kind of the like real messed up stuff that's going on in this world. That's what it's, entertainment okay. is, man I mean is you that what is that we to be you want me to be like a like a fun, like hippie guy, because you can't accept me for who I am.
0: Okay, you're you're saying this, but you're also juggling bowling ball pins at the same time, and I see you yeah, got okay. You're doing the balloon animals as well. Yeah, yeah, um, but look
1: at the animal. What's the animal, Doctor London? What is it?
0: Uh, I get. Is it a snake or is it a worm?
1: It's a worm. The most goth of animals.
0: Okay, Is this just because you don't know how to, like, make a balloon animal?
1: Nah, man. It's a worm.
0: Okay. It's
1: the most goth animals that exist. Dude. Why don't you get off my okay. back? Bro. Denied.
0: Okay. No, and Gosh. that's... That's great. And I... You know, I like that we are exploring a new side of you, even though... Okay, and... Like you can, you don't need to ride that very, very small tricycle around while we record.
1: Oh, so if I'm not, if I don't conform and like have like a, just a normal mountain bike, that's what, you know, it's not, uh, it's not good enough for you. Cause it has to meet like, some sort of like arbitrary standards that, you know, are just social constructs and have like no point like whatsoever. Like, Oh, I'm not on a, I don't even know what brand of bike who knows brands of bikes. How pathetic yeah, I, would you have to be to know a brand of a bike?
0: Well, why why are you riding a bike right now? I guess is really the like any kind of bike. I don't really see cuz we're just recording a podcast.
1: Maybe that's what you're doing, man, but I'm just trying to like not do anything cuz everything is pointless.
0: Well, um, so that's, that's our producer, Cameron. Uh, also with us is Do-do-do in the House. Do-do-do in the House. Entertaining, masking people's pain. Real messed up stuff that's going on in this world. You don't need to make a balloon
1: animal. You've got his You don't like that. <laughs> Full clown attire.
0: Full clown attire.
2: <laughs> that's what entertainment is, man.
0: Full clown attire. That's what entertainment is. And later, Cameron tells him that we can expect a special guest sponsor.
1: Yeah, I mean, wow. I guess.
0: Yeah, so so look forward to I guess that. it's
1: Special? If you're comparing, you know, pointless thing next to another pointless thing, then yeah, maybe sure, it's special.
0: I guess. In in this instance, I with relative to your current world of view yeah yeah i guess i am um but we, before we move on i would like to address a bit of listener feedback i found this note written on the paper mache that was wrapped around my torso when i woke up this morning the note reads quote <laughs> i heard you lost two fingers at the river are you feeling better end quote um so so first of all uh thank you for asking that question to the jock talk podcast to, to to answer your question okay well actually i first i just don't understand how i was paper macheed without my knowledge or consent overnight while i was asleep uh there was no sign of forced entry i like i don't because i woke up like that and it because paper mache starts out wet, so right? you can
1: just like wake up however you want, and that's fine. But like when I wake up like this, and this is who I am now, you can't get off my back about it.
0: Well, it looks like you didn't wake up. Like it looks get like that my
1: back about it
0: took a lot of work.
1: Get, okay, get so, off get my back about it.
0: Okay, uh, so to answer this listener's question, um, as as for my two fingers, it turns out that I didn't lose them. They were just uh, covered up by a blanket, so this is actually an example of how the more likely answer often is the right answer. I got rid Um, of my
1: blankets, all of them.
0: Say what? Okay. First of all, they
1: weren't a dark color at all. They were really bright. And second of all, like you know why? Like I'm just gonna like lay in bed with like a blankets and stuff, and there's like people in this world who like don't even have um you know they can even buy like a shoes and i'm supposed to just be like oh okay yeah this is fine this blanket is probably produced in like a factory and i'm just supposed to be like okay no i'd rather just like sleep in the cold because like who cares like what's the point it's actually honestly it's more comforting for me to like sit there without a blanket and it'd be cold
0: yeah because i guess you only have your carnival tent at this point
1: yeah, and it's not and, even like a tent because I can't it, I can't keep it on the ground, so it's it's kind of more like an umbrella technically, I guess, right?
0: Like, I I I'm not really familiar enough to like you're you're the goth, so I guess you would know more about clown tents than I would or circus tents. Yeah,
1: I'm just saying, like if you if the tent if it, a tent that's not on the ground and is like being suspended above the ground is essentially an umbrella.
0: Okay, yeah. An umbrella
1: no, can... is just a tent that is in the sky.
0: Okay. Uh, okay, I guess that that's, uh, maybe that's insightful. I'm not. Um, anyway, to this listener, thank you for listening. Now for today's medical topic, Churg-Strauss syndrome. Churg-Strauss syndrome is a granulomatous vasculitis that is seen in patients with asthma. The itis in that, you know, vasculitis, it indicates inflammation. So this condition involves an inflammation of blood vessels. Uh, The way I remember the name Churg-Strauss syndrome is that an asthmatic patient, um, they'll sometimes describe their condition as feeling like breathing through a straw. So Churg-Strauss syndrome, in my mind, sounds kind of like chugging a straw. Uh, So Churg-Strauss syndrome typically presents with pulmonary infiltrates, rash, And eosinophilia. And, of course, eosinophilia refers to an increased number of immune cells called eosinophils.
1: And, I mean, like, all this stuff that you're even, like, talking about, you're, you know, it's just, like, this is what life is. is just disease. And you said rashes and straws, having to drink through a straw. And so it's kind of like, what, like, I don't even understand the point of trying to be a doctor. Why not? You know What? You know what would help a patient more than being treated is they go into the doctor's office and they're like, "Oh, my stomach hurts so much," and you tell them, "Yeah, man, life's not fair," and like be real with, like, be actually be real with them. None of my doctors just, have ever been like real with me. You know what I mean?
0: Well, they've have they just given you a the actual prognosis? Yeah, they just
1: like they just they just tell me like you have. Uh, like mouth and foot syndrome. Like your mouth is stuck in your foot, and I'm like, okay, but what? Like, I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking about that. What about like actually being real with me, like as a person? You know what I mean?
0: Okay, so you're just wanting more holistic medicine, is what you're referring to, and yeah, that that, that does depend on the doctor. Some of them, I just,
1: whatever. I don't care.
0: Okay, you're the uh, okay,
1: pun, not me.
0: All right, well, um, so systemic vasculitis may result in skin, muscle, and nerve lesions. Uh, It is also associated with the perinuclear antineutrophilic cytoplasmic antibody, otherwise known as P-ANCA or MPO-ANCA, and treatment is with systemic glucocorticoids. (laughs) All right, uh, Cameron, you said that we have a a guest sponsor okay so
2: y'all know how the bone garden is failing i'm only having (sighs) first time visitors yeah that's
1: yeah that's right folks our guest is sheila don hey sheila
2: Okay, Um, so things are changing. I'm sorry. You know, the pandemic has been a little bit crazy of a time. Probably tough on business. Yeah, because you know, a lot of my business is based off of traveling, and people are not too thrilled with, you know, traveling around state to state, city to city, person to person, you know, people aren't too thrilled with that right now, so what we've decided... drinks with each other. mm Mm-hmm. Singing well, loud sorry, bar we, songs together, yeah, holding yeah. hands. Before
0: you introduce the, whatever you're about to introduce, uh, we need to introduce you because you've you've had kind of a history on the show. Yes.
2: Well, if you feel it's necessary, sure.
0: So this is Sheila Don, who first came to us to promote her um, Roadkill Meat sales. Yes. She would would grill up the meat and sell it. She was making a a sort of
1: jerky type meal out of animals that she found on the side of the road. I think roadkill is maybe a a bit of a judgmental phrasing. It's, It's found food. Found meat.
2: That's the new trend is like scavenged food. Exactly, yeah. Foraging. So, you know, that's a big popular thing nowadays. She had that business. And then...
0: I think the last time she was on, she talked about how she had expanded it to, she had all these bones left over from that, Mm -hmm. so she opened up this bone garden, and if I remember correctly, uh, she would only have one visitor at each time, which it sounds like it's still the same problem, uh, because she would uh, kill them whenever they entered the bone garden.
1: Well, they would die.
0: They would never leave the Bone Guard. Yeah, I
1: think placing blame is maybe a... Again, you're just being really judgmental towards our guest, Dr. London. Sheila, I am so sorry.
2: I don't really even hear Dr. London anymore, so I'm kind of just waiting for, you know, whenever his lips stop moving.
1: Yeah, it's best to just zone him out.
2: I don't understand half the words he's saying anyway, so... It's, fine. it's
1: usually no and stop that mm-hmm. and get out of there. Right. Those are most of the things that he's saying.
2: Why did you trick me into eating this? Yeah. I didn't want to eat monkeys. Yeah. You know, rare monkeys. So, yeah. I mean, I just can't. I'm What's done. What's that
1: smell? I've never smelled anything like it.
2: Yeah. And so, all this, I just can't. I can't hear him anymore. But in any case, the last time Sheila Dawn came on. Um believe there
0: was very focused on a specific animal which was the the hunt for the Easter bunny and there was a very complicated plan to hunt down the Easter bunny um which I don't know I uh it didn't really make sense to me anyway we can uh just wanted to let the listeners know and they can go back and listen to one of these episodes if they want to but here is Sheila Don is he done?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I should probably tell you when he starts talking and stops talking. Yeah, he said a bunch of stuff. He was talk telling our audience about the whole Easter Bunny thing. But, yeah, he's done. We want to hear from you, Shulia. Why are you here today?
2: Like I said, the pandemic has just kind of been not too nice to, you know, people who live my type of lifestyle traveling around.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But there is kind of a silver lining, and that is that, You know, me and Ron, we are tired of burning up the roads. Wow.
1: Where are you guys going to go?
2: You know, we've got our trailer. You know, we've got our deep freezer. Uh, So we've parked it in the parking lot of our new business endeavor, and that is the Meat Shack slash Sassy Country Boutique. (laughs) Country
1: boutique. Oh.
0: Um, I'm sorry. Just one moment. Uh, you, you mentioned a Ron. Could you remind me who Ron is? Someone you're working with?
2: Is he done?
1: I keep forgetting that you can't hear him. Yeah, he wants to know who who is Ron.
2: Well, Cameron, you know Ron. He's with me when I'm picking up my monkey meat.
1: Oh yeah, my husband
2: Ron. Well, you probably yeah, think Ron. he's oh, you probably think he's my son because he's only four foot 11.
1: Well, yeah, and I call him Old Ronnie.
2: Yeah,
0: Old Little Ronnie. Yeah.
1: But in any case, so so you've got this new place. It's like the meat shack. Meat shack slash. What, how, how did you describe it? Country girl boutique.
2: Sassy country boutique.
1: Sassy country boutique. Well, that sounds—I mean, that sounds amazing. What is?
2: If you've got long bangs and the back of your hair is short, you're gonna love Sheila Dawn's Meat Shack and Sassy Boutique.
1: I mean. Can you give me a preview of what I'm, like, you know, let's say... I, when I uh, walk in. When I walk in. I'm, I'm there on a on a Sunday afternoon, and you're gonna I, I wanna walk want to walk in,
2: in you're going to want to sit down, you're going to want to eat what's placed in front of you, and you're going to not want to ask what it is, and you probably shouldn't really investigate too closely about what it is, or kind of sniff around, or just kind of yeah. eat it, okay? Just put it in your mouth and swallow it, okay? That's what that's what it is and that's what's going to be yep what but where, what's the boutique part of it so the boutique is just kind of my leftover skins that i've just kind of made you know i've got a little area for masks and stuff and um
1: so wait 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 are you you're using animal skins to make like COVID masks
2: right masks boots uh bedazzled tops um long sandals yeah, I mean, we've got everything, yeah.
1: That does sound like everything. That sounds like everything I would want if I was at a meat shack, for sure.
0: So, historically, I, I rarely... Like, I've never been to a place that labeled itself as a meat shack. Is this the, the same sort of roadkill meat that, that you've peddled elsewhere? Or is this something new?
1: So, Dr. London is wanting to know if the meat that you're, you know, serving, how do I say this in a less rude way than he said it, is it—is it found foraged meat from the side of the road similar to your previous endeavors? Or is this something else?
2: Well, like I said, a big part of this is don't. Ask what kind of meat it is um, Don't look at it too closely uh, Don't uh, really smell of it too much um, Just come in and sit yeah. down And put the meat in your mouth say that and I swallow see it
1: all, all your promotional, promotional Material it even says Kind of in big letters Do not ask. Don't ask yeah. about it Don't think about it too hard Definitely don't sniff it Just eat when it def- Definitely is underlined twice Just eat it Okay
2: Sheila's Meat Shack just eat it.
1: I do appreciate this kind of attitude In this sort of current climate and th- our cl- current uh you know instant gratification culture. Everyone's got a Yelp review, right? Like everyone goes to the bank and they're like, "Uh two stars, ATM was too slow." And it's like, "Hey, why don't you actually be happy with what's being given to you? Here's a plate of something that stinks like hell and definitely shouldn't be that color why are you questioning it
2: well my first problem with that is how do you even know what it smells like if one of the rules is don't be smelling around
1: exactly you shouldn't even be sniffing it in the first place yeah so and i think if we can all respect those rules and you know we've been talking a lot lately about like uh, you know all these people don't want to respect rules of the establishment You know, they go to a place that says, hey, put a mask on. And they're saying, no, no, I don't want to. But guys, can we not honor the request of the establishment? In this case, don't look at it too hard. Keep your face away from it. Don't touch it with your skin. Put it in your mouth and eat it. Put it in your mouth and eat it.
2: I mean, I'm totally fine if you don't want to wear shoes, if you don't want to wear a shirt. I mean, we offer service for that. But if you're going to be investigating too close, if you're going to be asking too many questions, that's where we draw the line. So, I mean, the if you're tasting bit the food
1: too much instead of just trying to shove it down your throat past your tongue.
2: Right. That's going to be a problem. Yeah. And Ron's not going to let you stick around, so... When, oh, wow, what? And when you say that, draw, you draw the line here,
0: little old, or is it old little Ron or little, I think it's old little Ron. Uh, yes. That he'll, he'll take care of it. Is there, what is there do, a threat implied there? Yeah, what does
1: that, what does that mean when um little Ronnie is going to take care of you and not going to, not going to let you poke around too much? Is it, is he, is it, is this a threat? Is he going to?
2: Well, I mean. My Rondon, he, you know, he's my knight in shining armor, you know.
1: Okay. He's
2: mm-hmm. not going to so really like if people are talking down on Sheila's. So the second he hears something, he's going to walk over with his little steel-toed boots. And he's just going to kind of mm-hmm. tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. Tap. You- until you leave. Tap, and is, tap your toe. Is that like a...
1: S- is that tapping on your toes? Is that way you're encouraging people to not wear shoes? So you can kind of like stomp on them a little bit with the these steel-toed boots?
2: Well, I mean, the culture of our restaurant, um, yeah, lends to that, yeah. We kind of worked ourselves into this angle so that we can just kind of fly under the radar. Yeah, that completely makes sense to me. That's a big part of the Meat Shack slash Sassy Country Boutique. Okay, if you've got kids uh, named Tate and Peyton, you're gonna love this Assy Country Boutique. Let me tell you. Do you
0: mean like that? You have name plates there for those for those names? Is that what you mean? Or definitely a little
2: you... uh, magnets, little uh, you know. Oh, uh, you
1: heard that question?
2: Well, money talks.
1: Oh, okay, because it's about the business and making that sweet moolah Suddenly, your ears perk up. I get that. I respect that. You're an entrepreneur.
0: I'm a big dog.
1: You're a big dog. So you said you,
0: you sell nameplates for Peyton, and who was the other one? Tatum.
2: Tatum. And so you have those two nameplates. Mason. Well, Brixley. That type of thing.
1: Braxton.
2: Kylie, Kim, Chloe. I've got skin name plates. Um, I've got uh, they're made out of yeah di- different skins. Um, I've got uh, skin jewelry. I've got um, skin hats.
1: You seem to have a very specific clientele in mind, right? Like you're talking about, they have bangs and short hair in the back, and 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 love like sequins. Who are you like uh, trying to appeal to? Like what kind of person?
2: Well, I don't want to get too specific because I don't want to narrow down my business to just one type of person. But I do know that uh, I do have a genre that does like the type of things that I sell. So, of course, you know they they know who they are. And who? Demographic. And how
1: how would you describe those people more?
2: You've already described uh, them. Leather child pageant dresses. Um, I've got. And this isn't like black leather, leather. this is tan,
1: tan brown leather. A lot of leather beauty pageant stuff.
2: Freshly tanned
0: skins.
2: You know, just the type of stuff that my type of people like. That's all that I really need to say about that.
1: Yeah, I okay. mean, it sounds like you've got something figured out. I mean, are you guys successful? Are you making money well, off it? Just,
2: well, we're just getting started, you know. We kind of had a grieving period of saying goodbye to our long time of, you know, tearing up the roads. But, uh, yeah, you know, it gets to a point. Because before
1: it was more of like a food truck, right?
2: Right. It was gathering food directly and just hunking it into the deep fryer and just passing it out. I mean, it was a jubilee. Yeah. years of jubilee looking back um
1: when have you when did you open up
2: we kind of just started within the last month yeah within i mean we're gonna our grand opening's next week so we've been working hard this last month i mean we're ready wow yeah and so, so when you come you actually were right next to this really beautiful uh kind of garden uh, Is very oh. interesting very intricate and uh, just for walking in the door of the meat shack you get a half off admission to mm. the garden oh. oh no
1: i mean that sounds like a huge a- appeal to me i mean the you your,
2: your famous so garden so much to do in one area get something to yeah. eat uh get something to get it out shop outfit. at the boutique yeah, yeah. and then uh, get go to your eternal a, uh, a uh, bliss, you know.
0: When when you say that you have a garden, you aren't referring to your bone garden, are you?
1: Uh, Doctor London wants to know when you're talking about your garden. Are you talking about the bone garden that we've discussed earlier?
2: Oh yeah, um, I'm talking about yeah the bone garden. Yeah, um, it's a great place. Yeah, I'm sorry.
1: I thought that was obvious. I don't know why I repeated that to Dr. London or repeated what Dr. London said because it was already clear. But, uh, I mean, honestly, this sounds great to me. Dr. London, do you have any objections to this? I don't understand. You seem real hesitant to get involved here.
0: Yeah, well, for one thing, it's the very first thing that Sheila said on this episode was that she has the problem of only one person or like people only come to the bone garden once. Mm-hmm. So and this is a problem that she's had from the beginning because th- people die when they enter that place. They can only enter once. So you're saying no that
1: would them. affect the business for the meat shack as well. I see. I understand that.
0: Well, I'm I'm saying more the murder, the murders the So part Sheila,
1: there. what Dr. London's wondering is before you've had issues Uh, in that a lot of the people who visited your Bone Garden in the past could only visit once, right? You didn't have many return guests. Mm -hmm, So wouldn't encouraging your guests at the Meat Shack, wouldn't you run into the same problem? I mean, you're going to want repeat customers at the Meat Shack, right?
2: Well, I guess that's secondary. Um, Really, the Bone Garden's been and will always be my main focus. Uh, So the Meat Shack is kind of just a stop on the way, if you will. So, I mean, this
1: is kind of interesting because before you were talking about your food truck and, you know, you would come across food, found food, and then you'd huck it in the back. But now you guys aren't driving around. You're not moving around. So you're probably not running into a lot of animals that you find, right? So are, are you harvesting the, the meat that you're serving from the uh, bone garden? Do your customers be become... it's not It's
2: not me asking.
1: No, this that was me.
2: I'm sorry, uh, what was that, Dr. London?
1: So Oh. I'm being ignored now. Yes. Okay. I was I so, think I got too close to the okay. Wow, so, this does not feel good.
0: So to to repeat Cameron's question, which is a question of my own, and wow, to put it more simply, I think. Is the meat shack the meat from there? Does that come from the flesh of those who have entered your bone garden?
1: Do people who eat there become the future meal? You have to, you have to repeat that to her, Dr. Lennon. She's not going to... Oh,
0: sorry. Do, do people who eat there become the future meal?
2: Well, you know, there is a cycle to life. Um, yes, yes. Can you say that you're your future meal if, you know, the bacteria that's eating you grow something new and, mm. you know, you use that to make something that fuels you? Um, you know, this world is an ecosystem and this, uh, you know, cycle of life, it's really amazing.
1: That is really amazing. And, you know, now that I think about it, you know, they say that. Every cell in your body changes over every, like, seven years, right? Like, you're an entirely new human every seven years. And so, yeah, maybe I'm uh, shedding skin cells or whatever, but what if my chemical makeup that makes me me, instead of turning into something similar to me, instead turns into a, um, you know, like a chicken fried steak type
0: meal? <laughs> okay so here's, isn't that here's still me is that
1: just a new version of me dr london this is incredible
0: here's here's the issue i'm seeing is that sheila don seems to have avoided the answering the question directly which was i mean to put it more simply the the question's really is she feeding human flesh from those who enter her bone garden is she feeding that to uh, patrons of her restaurant, the the meat shack, and the fact that she's dodging the question does make me suspicious that perhaps the. I'm answer not dodging isn't... anything.
2: You are what you eat. I'll leave it at that.
1: Damn, Doctor London! Denied. You got schooled. Yes. <laughs> I feel oh, like I'm not. Oh my gosh. Dude, you got schooled.
0: i That's not the impression that I got there. Oh, I feel like she just Sheila. dodged the question again.
1: Man, Sheila, you are awesome. So, uh,
2: can I get a little bit more of that, though? Oh, definitely. I brought this on as promotional. I thought you guys would fall in love with this food that you don't really look at, that you... Don't just try smell, to swallow as quickly just, as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's some water. You could okay, probably just if you just kind of swallow. Yeah, give me it some of that. With the, yeah, with the water. Why there.
0: is it? That's a lot of things floating in that water.
1: Okay. I'm trying to eat it as fast as I can. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, I can <sighs> I can smell it coming. I didn't mean to. Close
1: the, I'm trying to close the container so you can't smell it. We're not supposed to smell it. Okay.
2: Now isn't there something it, in your that stomach? That is a
0: strong. Stench. I sealed it up,
1: but there is. There's something in my stomach, and um, I feel like a stronger man because of it.
2: Okay, let me take a picture and then I'm gonna put it on the Facebook. I'm gonna say he just ate it.
1: Yeah, go ahead.
2: Okay. All right, that's gonna look good. Can I tag you?
1: Uh yeah sure I'm listed on there as uh Dr. London Smith.
2: All right. Oh, and I'm no. going to put on here about uh, if you come in you immediately get a free ticket to the bone garden because that's a draw for Wow sure. so it dropped
1: from, fi- from from 50% off to now for free This is a huge deal our listeners our listeners need to take advantage of this
2: Well just Saturday
1: Just Saturday Just Saturday you can get okay. in free with a, if they buy a meal and if they buy I don't know what's another kind of item that might be in your boutique shop
2: Uh probably a skin outfit. You know, okay that that does bring up a question.
1: What 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 question you got?
0: So you said a skin outfit. What I'm wondering is you've kind of dodged the question of is it human meat being served to people? I'm wondering, is it human skin? That's being sold to people? No, it is not
2: human-scanned. Okay. It's just like, okay. Rats and illegal monkeys that I got from Cameron.
1: Yep, we trade them.
0: Okay, so this is... You already have a surplus of those because of Cameron's side. Illegal, exotic animal.
2: I mean, Mm -hmm. you throw around all these... uh, you know, you throw around all these assumptions about me because I'm Southern. I know. I can tell. Um, and you don't take well, into account that I have plenty of vendors, okay? Cameron's one of them. Do mm-hmm. you know how many monkeys and giraffes and zebras he's got up in his attic right now? Enough to feed no 20 people for a year, Okay and they're they're mating. He doesn't even fix them because he knows. Nope.
1: Well, I I do want to butt in here. So, I forgot to let the exterminator know that they were up there. So, currently I do have zero living uh animals in my attic, but I had, I I definitely have 20 years of food in the freezer, yeah.
0: Um Uh, Yeah, and and one other little point, uh, because you mentioned the rats. So Cameron has this odd thing of both um, heavy emphasis on his exotic creatures, but also heavy emphasis on vermin, the import and export of, you know, rats and... Hamsters. uh, Yeah, and mostly rats, honestly, it seems like. Um, And I feel like my guess is... You know, there's not as much money in that.
1: Not as much money in what?
0: In rats. Like as opposed to a giraffe or something. Like is are you just saving them up in case there's there's a market for it?
1: Oh, you're talking to me?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, no, I I'm not even worried about that part yet. So I I I don't think that far ahead. This I I get where you're coming from. You're a planner. You're a guy who has to have you you, you know. You start Monday morning by saying, "What's what am I going to do every second of every day this week?" Uh, Let me uh, let me uh, make all of my meals right now, and then just uh, split them up. Nah, man, I live in the moment. I bet he meal
2: preps. I bet he eats brown rice.
1: (laughs) I know he eats brown rice, and I know he he meal preps. I know he does. Dr. London, yeah. I've acquired a lot of rodents. What am I doing with them? I'll know in the moment.
0: Okay, I just, you know, it's just one of those things. If you had been acquiring them on their own, that would have been weird. But the fact that you were, I guess, were previously acquiring the very exotic animals, but you seem to be posting about each of them, the, like each type equally, like promoting them. So I, anyway, I, I wasn't sure. Um. In any case So now we have this uh, This meat shack And This bone garden still uh, And you said your problem What is your Sheila? problem
1: with it You keep coming back to it and keep being like Well it's a huge problem the, you, I know what you have a problem with A woman who's created a successful business
2: He's totally threatened by me
1: You're He's, threatened by her
2: uh, Yeah it's laughable I mean, I do understand I'm a woman who's six foot seven, okay? Mm-hmm. I understand that men sort of physically cower to me as well as kind of they just kind of lose their spirits around me because I just am such a massive conquering woman, really. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Well, I mean, how the amount you... of skins that you wear just normally.
0: If like, we were in the old the times... Giant.
2: Where you know it was kind of like I was a Viking and I was covered in skins. You would not be like, "Oh, you're a weird person." You would be terrified. You would be yeah, shaking you'd be in like, your Let boots. Let me get out
1: of the way for this warrior.
2: Right, but now because we live in these little snowflake times, everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, she was so strange."
1: You walk around with one skin, and then suddenly you have a doctor being like, "Oh." but are you feeding people human meat?
2: And it's like, Oh my gosh. Go away. Just move back to California where you came from. Okay. Yeah.
0: It, it was just the fact that like, cause you'll, you'll wear, you know, a giant sort of Buffalo head covering. And as, and on top of that, a lion's head covering full skin. Well, in the summertime too, like, to the
2: stores or whatever to the markets i'm showing my many victories all right yeah and like
0: it's huge. i just find it to be you find
1: it odd because you don't understand the warrior's mindset and you don't understand the mindset of success
2: he could never that's why i mostly just block him out nowadays
1: yeah there's no point in even listening to him he the, he he refuses to acknowledge that
2: yeah stacking a bunch
1: of heads on top of your head might be an awesome power move. He doesn't want to admit that because then he loses. And that's what all, that's all that doctors care about is winning. We know
2: that's right.
1: What plans do you have in the future? What's next for Sheila Dawn? Like, are you going to ever expand the restaurant? Maybe kind of make a chain out of it? I mean, what are your future plans?
2: We'll just have to see how it goes. Uh, right now, I'm just going to kind of slow down a little bit. Enjoy my life with Ron Dawn. Uh, you know, we've been burning up the roads and... We're just getting kind of in our old age and I've had many victories. I've had a lot of, I've conquered a lot of land that we're just kind of ready to build a city out of, build our own little utopia. So.
1: Oh. Okay. So wait, that <laughs> the eventual goal is to have sort of like uh, your own utopian community?
2: Well, I don't really like to discuss my next moves. Um, you know, this is kind of a long-term thing, so I really don't.
0: Well, that's, that's fine. I, I'm not sure that I particularly needed to know that anyway, so it, it's okay to, to not move into that. What what we do need to do, though, um, we we have some chores to do.
1: Aww. Why do you have to bring that up, Dr. London, being such a party pooper? We're having a good just, time talking about this great new business, and now we got to do a bunch of chores. But you're it's I, just you're right. We, I, I, I'm, we've been
0: putting it off. We've been putting. I'm just it taking out my frustration
1: and... on you. You're right. I know you're right. Uh, for those who don't know, so for the last few weeks now, um, we've been trying to complete a chore every single week. We've we have all of these tasks on our to-do list, all of these chores that we need to get done. And so we're just trying to keep it simple, do one a week, get it out of the way, never think about it again. And so we've created this fun chore wheel that we're going to spin, and uh, we're just going to do whatever's on it. So DJ Dylan, can you go ahead and just spin that chore wheel?
2: Yes. (sighs) Okay,
1: Okay, it landed on... Interrogate each other to establish alibis in the murder of Captain floppy, which is of course is the celebrity fish okay, uh Captain so floppy. um I guess we can this
0: was well, I mean let's explain so the sheriff of uh the local sheriff has been um kind of at his wits end in this investigation so a
1: a very famous celebrity fish um floppy the fish unfortunately was murdered uh earlier in the year and you know floppy was beloved by many and he had his own tv shows and his own albums you know number one albums that gone platinum and um he unfortunately the because of COVID, it's made investigations and interrogating people very, very difficult. And unfortunately, uh, the three of us, me, Dr. London, and our guest Sheila Dunn, are kind of suspects in this case, which I mean, I think it's kind of ridiculous, but we kind of are. And since the police can't interrogate us, they said they sent us a at-home interrogation kit and we're gonna interrogate each other. Establish our alibi and then send that back to them, and then we can be just like done with it. Or, you know, maybe not establish an alibi and maybe discover that one of us is guilty. If someone is, it's not me, but it could be the doctor. <clears throat> anyway,
2: I'm just ready to get this over with. It's been hanging over our heads for too long.
1: I know. I mean, okay. Let's, let l let's get this over with. Yeah. I I, I want to be done okay. with it too.
0: Yeah. and no, I'm. How do we I'm pretty start? sick of it you want me to start yeah go ahead okay
1: who are you interrogating
0: uh yeah yeah so um i'll interrogate you know what cameron i'll interrogate you that's fine
1: i don't mind yeah nothing to
0: hide no and you know and just to start out so you guys know i'm actually innocent well so i just want to establish that now
1: you know and obviously I want to establish that I am innocent as well because I'm innocent and I right. can't necessarily trust what other people say, but I can trust that I'm in, I'm innocent.
0: Right. Okay. And um, anyway, so, okay, let me just read off the thing here. Okay. So you're reading off the, um, how Cameron. to
1: interrogate cards yeah, that, that yeah. are in the so, kit, that home kit.
0: Yeah. First step, um, say Hello. Uh, hello. Hey. Next card. Um, Next. Man, when are you gonna let me go? Okay, I'll skip a few. Okay, so um, what were you doing between seven p.m. and four thirty a.m. on the night of May 31st, Sorry, thirty first. Man, I was twenty twenty. I
1: wasn't doing anything. I was just fishing.
0: uh you were, you were fishing
1: yeah that's it I was just trying to catch some fish that's it
0: did you did you succeed in catching a fish
1: nope couldn't get a bite couldn't couldn't find a single fish nothing bit tried everything tried bobbers tried um using other fish as bait tried using like cookies as bait tried shining a and flashlight nothing. on the fish trying to make them think it was the sun And then trying to, being like, jump into the sun, fish. And then I was going to try to grab them. Nothing
0: worked. Okay. None of that That's all I
1: did that whole time.
0: Okay. Um, I guess that, and that was till 4.30 in the morning. Yep. You, You spent a full, what, five, nine, nine and a half hours trying to fish.
1: I spent a lot more than that. But it includes those hours yeah
0: all right so yeah i guess, i guess that's it so i guess we've cleared cameron's alibi he has i'm innocent and can the i don't know can the fish vouch for you that that that's what you were doing or
1: can um, anyone... i think uh, you could ask the fish but you you know they're liars so and they don't okay. have great vision, so they might not have even seen me. So even if they didn't see me, that doesn't necessarily mean that I wasn't there. But even if they uh if they saw everyone else that was there, if there was like some other people there, um, you gotta remember they're liars. Fish lie.
0: Okay. Okay. Um all right, who's who's next?
1: Uh I think I am going to interrogate Sheila. Okay. Because um, I I got to be honest, I got some questions. Okay. <clears throat> now, Sheila, you, uh, you famously work a lot with animals, don't you?
2: Correct.
1: Now, I want to know, where were you on the night of May 31st from, let's say, 7 p.m. to 5-ish a.m.?
2: Uh, let me call Ron. Hold on.
1: Okay. Yeah. Hey. This is fine, right? Ron. So they can just make uh, phone calls in the middle of interrogations. Do you remember
2: when we went to yeah. Key West? Right. Wait. Uh uh-huh. Isn't that?
0: Isn't that where Captain Fluffy? We were lives? on the
2: houseboat. Yeah. Uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Well, baby, I love you, too, Ron. Thanks for answering your phone. I'll talk to you later. Okay, sweetie. Okay, I love you. Okay, uh, Ron said we've never been to Key West, so I cannot remember. I don't remember. Mate, you said right, May. But, th-
1: but I didn't ask if you've been to Key West. I asked where were you on May 31st. Well,
2: I know that I was not in Key West.
1: no nope. Can you remember at all what you that's were doing That's where in May? I thought
2: that I was, so now that that's ruled out, I, I can't re- recall.
1: So, I mean, on May 31st it's a Sunday. Nothing. Hmm. You can't recall a single thing.
0: And you know this isn't good for you in an interrogation. Like, it's, it's better if you can have an alibi.
2: I would argue the opposite, that the fact that I am so nonchalant about this proves that I do not care enough to be worried, okay? So... I would say it is my alibi that I don't remember, and I don't care to remember, and I don't know. I gave you the answer, I was not in Key West, so...
1: Okay, so you weren't in Key West, and honestly, I feel like if you did murder someone that day, you would remember it. I'd remember what I was doing. You'd remember what you were doing that day, but you can't remember what you were doing that day, so there's no way that you could have been the murderer, right?
2: Exactly, that's what I'm thinking.
1: I, let me ask I'm going to ask one more question And um, just be truthfully honest I noticed you brought all these Leather items from your boutique Right There's specifically over here A, a tiny leather Captain's hat That mm-hmm. says Floppy Kind of embroidered on it What is uh, Where did this come from What's that about
2: Probably just came from the gift shop I don't know
1: it probably came from your own gift shop that you own. I guess. But you don't know?
2: Now, it doesn't look familiar. Is there a SKU number on it? I have a very specific SKU number system. So if it has a SKU number on it that matches my system, then yeah, it's from uh, my gift shop.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, that's a solid answer. I can't. Dr. London, looks like you have something to say
2: given
0: that sheila has such a murderous history in general
2: and that she has there he goes again throwing around assumptions about me because i'm southern
1: yeah i think this is libel dr london you can't be saying such definitive things like this
2: i mean keep going dr london you are only giving me more fodder let me tell you
1: yeah you're just increasing the amount of money we're going to have to give her when she sues us
2: I've got my lawyers so on she, lock.
0: She also has in her gift shop a, a captain's hat with the embroidered name of the, you know, the victim in question um, that she cannot vow, She can't say where that came from. And I'm going to on. I mean, I, to me.
1: To me, this tells me I that think I've sh- heard enough. I think I've heard enough. I think Sheila must be innocent. Again, I have to go back to the fact that if she did something wrong, she would remember
2: it. Correct.
1: Okay, Sheila, let me... I, so, DJ Dylan, can you give me like some sort of sound effect that identifies that she's innocent?
0: Yes. Thank All right. Okay.
1: So now, um, I guess the only thing we have left to do is um, Sheila, you're gonna interrogate uh, our own Dr. London. I can't wait to see this. Finally, this guy's getting questioned.
2: I see the beads of sweat.
1: No more secrets.
2: Coming down your forehead, Dr. London. I'm gonna get you. Do you see this line on my head? Yeah. Do you see the bull's head on that Lion's head. I'ma get you, Doctor London. Okay. Uh, are you quivering now, in your boots or, uh, yet?
0: No, no, these are uh gotcha. These are converses.
2: Doctor London, okay. I've only got one question to ask you. Okay. Have you ever been to Key West, Florida? Have you ever had lunch
0: at Margaritaville? Yes, are you are you doing the event? Inv- because I thought that one question would be, like, what was I doing on May 31st between 7 p.m. and 4.30 a.m.? Is that not,
1: uh, What is that not wait, entering into- Why are you avoiding the question this hard?
0: No, I said yes. Stop
1: trying to avoid the question. Have you had lunch there?
2: Yes. Well, I'm ready to call it. I mean, it's clear as day that London is guilty.
1: Yeah, he said he had lunch
2: at Margaritaville in Key West. What more do we need to know?
1: Yeah, I mean, we know you haven't been to Key West, and we know that I haven't been to Key West because they won't let me back there.
0: So you you have been to Key West then? I,
1: it, so. What I did was while flying over Key West. And so to say I've been there would be wrong, but I am banned there. Banned from going there. Does that make any sense? From flying
0: over or from visiting by land?
1: All. All of it.
0: Okay. So they'll just flag you no matter what? Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. So you have been over Key West. Mm Mm-hmm. And why so, are mean, you avoiding the question of where you, are you were? Why are you avoiding the question? May where 30th, twenty twenty. Like I, I feel like I answered So could I could I give the answer to That's what, what I'm I asking doing on
1: that? That's what Sheila uh, Don just asked.
0: I, I'm sorry, I, you know, maybe that's my fault. I didn't hear that like the question. So what was I doing on May thirty first from seven PM to four thirty AM? Um,
2: How do you know the time and date? So gotcha. I have the
0: same I have the same interrogation cards that you do. You got gotcha. Do you want me Because I do have an answer. Do you want me to Fine uh, Spill your little lies. I, go ahead. Well, so at seven I was um I was about to go stargazing. Uh you know, like we were having a meal. Uh me meaning the um well, it was, it was sort of a tea party that we were having, uh, me and my stuffed animals. And so we were all sipping on tea, uh, which, well, theirs was actual tea. Mine, I I wanted it to be a little stronger, so my my drink wasn't exactly tea. Well, it was a hot toddy, so kind of tea. Um, so anyway, we were uh, just having a tea party. And then as the night grew on, then I was like, well, I'm going to kind of see you guys later. Because I've got, I have a thing. And they were like, oh, what's the thing? And I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to, because I want to, I want to go stargazing by myself. And I don't want to say that they can't join me. So, uh, you know, Miss Penelope and um, Mr. Donkey Man and uh, Mr. Floppy. The lion. Yeah. No. No, that's a celebrity. He said yes.
1: He said yes. So, Do we captain got that on Floppy. tape? DJ Dylan? Yes. Yeah, he's a captain, but you can also call him Mr. I think that's appropriate.
0: In any case, he, I left them, and I have witnesses because everyone else at that tea party. Uh, and so then I left them and drove uh, for, yeah, it was four-hour drive to uh, my favorite tree, and uh, the reason it's my favorite is because there's a branch that goes out pretty far that you can kind of balance on uh, sort of like it's you're really balancing the whole time and it's kind of rickety. But if you do that, you can peek out through like there's this tiny little sliver of uh, the tree where you can what see through. What the hell and, is he
2: talking about?
0: I don't know. See what, the
1: hey, what direction when you drove four hours were you driving east or west?
0: No, it was north.
1: Yeah, but northeast or northwest?
0: Uh, northeast. Northeast.
1: Yeah, northeast where Key West Florida is, Dr. London.
0: Like
2: from Cuba or? Exactly. No, I was.
1: Where the studio is. I was is.
2: driving. I love all the 1950s cars here. I know, I love it. It's always such a treat every time we come to record the podcast and we get to take a 1950s car. yeah.
0: Well, um, so it sounds like...
1: So it sounds like we know that Dr. London killed Captain Floppy. And we're just going to send this tape. I just
2: got a text from Ron, and he Mm -hmm. looked through the Bone Garden admissions, and Mr. Floppy uh, bought a ticket on May 31st. So he's no longer with us in a physical sense, but his... Soul and his spirit have transcended into a new way of life for him. So we should really be grateful and uh, happy.
1: No harm, no foul. Uh, it sounds like uh, everything's in order. I mean, he bought the ticket, so yeah. it doesn't sound like anyone murdered him. It's part of the experience.
0: I... Well, it sounds that sounds like Sheila Don murdered him.
1: That's part. She- he bought a ticket, though.
2: He transcended into a new ecosystem
1: mm-hmm. of
2: so. the afterlife
1: you know what I still think Dr. London did it even as you said that something about it just
2: it's cause you know he dissected so many things and you knew that he just enjoyed it on like a creepy level you know let's, let's it's just like a vibe um, he gives off
1: we just let's just give this tape and our our what we've written down to the coppers and they can decide, you know, how long Dr. London's going to go away. So let's well, go ahead and Well, my lawyers
2: have been listening in this whole time and they've been on constant communication with the police. So I'm sure they're already on their way. Perfect.
1: Okay, great. So Dr. London, I guess um do you want to kind of go pack your things or do they well, let you bring I your mean, stuff wanna, into prison? I don't know how that works.
0: I, I don't think that I'm headed to prison. In any case, I guess we can just kind of wrap it up. So, um, all right, thank you to uh, to Sheila Dawn for coming by the show again. I, And Cameron, if you could warn me next time, just because I don't want... Why are you asking Cameron
2: uh, for a warning?
1: honestly man you I should give you a warning like anytime anyone wants to do anything because it's like pointless you know what I mean so like here's your warning dude like it's all garbage man you know what I mean because I I, I, I think you've forgotten that I'm goth now Cameron's goth well
0: yeah no I I remember and I see all the the bright colors and yeah um
1: but they're darker than normal so That's goth.
0: Yeah, just slightly, but like alternating and very, just very bright. No, the effect Uh, is striking.
2: I will say, I I noticed right away that you had gone goth, but I didn't think that it was polite to say anything. But now that you're kind of bringing it up, yeah. No, the effect is striking. Going a little darker red. Yeah, bringing out some different hues, definitely.
1: I would appreciate that, like, and that would... Be awesome, but like if I cared about anything at all, right? But I under don't. yeah, under different circumstances. So like circumstances. right now, it's just mm-hmm. like it's just kind of like it's not bad that you said that, right. but it's not good either. It's just like a. Thing it just that doesn't happened.
2: matter. Yeah.
1: It's just random and pointless, like the world.
0: Um. Oh, that's 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 great
2: so and that could be here, said we'll for this whole day. podcast really i mean that's
1: kind of the basis for the whole podcast and i think that's why it was so easy for me to embrace like this kind of darker side to myself where like mm-hmm. i'm goth and like i have you know like you can see like i mean it's a red nail polish but like you could imagine if it was like black or something how cool that would be which i don't care about
0: so i guess we'll we'll go ahead and end it there so yeah sure um, whatever thank I, don't,
1: you. I don't care i don't care when you end it
0: well, neither do I. Thank you, Sheila Don, for, for for coming on the show. Thank you to our producer, Cameron. Yeah, whatever. I don't. Thank you to Ginger Don the Hose.
2: Ginger Don the Hose. I see the beads of sweat coming down your forehead, Dr. London. I'ma get you. I'ma get you. I'ma get you. I'ma get you, Dr. London. get you i'ma get you i'ma get you i'ma get you dr london
0: uh my name is dr london smith.com and this has been the jock doc podcast see ya i guess Your teeth grind down on another bite. You wish that there was a crunch, or or any sensation of texture really, but you are unfortunately not the one making the diet selections here. You were always told to clean your plate when you were growing up, but surely this is beyond the level of reason. You start to lift your head up from the grass, but the pressure from the boot on the back of your head only increases, and you begin eating again. One of these days... You will have to stop accepting dares from bullies. Nevertheless, you gave your word. This is about character. To prove your worth as an honest person, you will eat all of the planet Earth starting with the grass, and then this dumb bully will be the one looking like a fool. You smile a grass-filled smile to yourself, beaming at the honorable person you have become and will become. Speaking of being an honorable person, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Dog Podcast, in which you share the links to which you have gone to prove to mean bullies that you are a good person. And consider supporting us by becoming a patron on the Jock Doc Podcast Patreon. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Doc Podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode, or just send them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Dog Podcast. Thanks for listening.